0: Day, mates. Well, that'll make sense in a minute. You'll see why I've said that in a foreign language. I've said hello in a foreign language. Oh, no, you probably already know because you've clicked on the thing in your podcast app and you can see who the guest is. But we're not going to talk about the guest. We're going to talk about how you can give me money by buying one of the cool new bits of merch at the down dot. Oh, no, I've got it wrong. The down B E dot A T. So it says the down B. WW dot before it. We got new shit. We got a t shirt that says Blast Beats with a gorilla wearing corpse paint deadlifting on a tank. Guess who came up with that idea? Me. Um, we got a Luna t shirt. And it says cult of Luna, but not it's spelt differently, so I won't get sued, I don't think. And it's got a sweet black metal font that you can't even read, you know, and there's reprints of the other shit, the old shit www.thedownbe.at Go and pick one up, please, if you like the podcast. If you don't like the podcast, don't pick one up. Throw it away. Throw that website away. I don't know how you would do that. Drag it into the recycling bin uh, of life, of your life. Um, yeah. So, Cool. Today's guest is Nick from Northlane. He's from Australia. That's why, if you didn't understand, the first thing I said was hello, but in Australian. Um, Yeah. Nick from Northlane. He's a drummer. He's the drummer in Northlane. He's a very good drummer, as are all of the drummers that are featured on this podcast. Um... what do we talk about? We talked about how a lot of people in the transport industry have their genitals tattooed um, that's not me saying that that's a fact, it's just saying the two people that I've ever come into contact with their genitals heavily tattooed have both worked transporting people which is either a coincidence or some sort of in the job description, I don't know, was that offensive, that wasn't offensive, it's a coincidence, that's in the podcast, and then there's bits about drums, Uh, Nick's got like a signature sample pack, we talk about that, bit like the GGD one, but it's his own shit, uh, he's got his signature snare drum and we've got a downbeat special code NP downbeat. if you go to evetsdrums.com.au you can get 10% off a snare drum which is mental and he's got a wicked like sort of signature snare I think it's made of gum I don't know that's that's just a guess just guessing that uh, yeah cool guys all round what have you guys been doing been a long time yeah just sort of talking at you now i'm gonna probably roll the podcast now Buy a t-shirt and goodbye hello, uh, hello Nikki sticks nick peterson
1: hello craig
0: mate it's been a while
1: it has been a long time actually
0: What time is it? I don't know how long, but right now it's quarter past six at night in Sydney. It's nine fifteen. This is early. I'm dedicated to the Nick Peterson downbeat episode because right now, usually, usually I would be walking my dog, and what I've done is I've got up early to walk my dog. I haven't even brushed my teeth. Wow! No way. Yeah, I'm going to do a stinky fucking toothbrush. Toothbrush afterwards, and we're doing a stinky pop shield thing. Okay. Where are you? Sydney.
1: I'm in Sydney, yeah. How is Sydney? French's Forest, Sydney. I, I recently moved to French's Forest with my girlfriend into a house with my other friend.
0: Your girlfriend, who is German?
1: My girlfriend who is German, yes. God,
0: imagine if she wasn't your girlfriend anymore and that's how we started the podcast. And you were like, well, actually, sadly, no, I was dumped by her. This is a new one. Yeah,
1: last week, it's actually, that's why I'm here. (laughs) Um, No, that would be, that would be sad, yeah. Oh, that's nice. But thank you. Thanks for having, putting me on such a high priority. Going for an early walk with the dog, that's, that sounds nice though.
0: You're the highest priority for me. Really? Absolutely the highest. Um, no way. I'm dedicated to to you for the next however to, to however long. So cool. Likewise. I like your new songs. You like it? Yeah. What do you reckon? Fucking sick. Bloodline. Yeah. Bloodline. Mate, it's really good. Yeah. It's really dark Thank though. You. Thank you. I mean, we're not going to. Th- it is very dark. Yeah. We're not going to talk is. too much about that because that's you know that's not your story to tell. But not at all. But it's real dark. Still. Yeah, it's dark.
1: It's uh Yeah, it's it's definitely somewhere we haven't gone before, so I think that's I think it's cool. I think it's brave of Marcus to go there.
0: It's it's very brave. But at the end of the day, Mm. out of all you know, hardships, good art comes out. And I think you can hear you can hear in his performance that not that he didn't mean it on the other album. Zuh. No, I n- um, yeah. He, he fucking means it, doesn't he? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Dude, that's the thing.
1: It makes a huge difference, I think. When you're singing about something that means something to you, you portray it so much realer and raw. I don't know. Yeah. I think he's
0: the standout in the in the, in this new stuff. Yeah. He's really stepped it up. For sure. And like- Just sick. I got the I got the metaphor. I got the metaphor, you know, he's wearing he's wearing armour. I got it, you know? <laughs> it takes a lot Fair for on. me to get something. Usually like watching Game of Thrones or something, I have to speak to Katie and be like, So what the fuck's going on? But this time I was like <laughs> I get it. Yeah. You get the armour. I cool. get the armour.
1: Cool.
0: It was a, it goes, I'm glad someone got it. But yeah, mate, maybe I'm the only one. I should be fucking... Probably. I should be, you know, a broadcaster. I am a broadcaster. You are, so... I'm glad we finally did this because the time difference makes it difficult and then... It's pretty shit. Us both touring makes it twice as difficult. Yeah. What you got? But We've somehow found time now. We've done it. How good's that? What you got coming up?
1: Um, What I got coming up, I mean, I got about a couple months off still. And then, uh, we go to North America in midway through August to start the alien tour. Nice. And that goes for a month or so. Should be pretty cool. I haven't been there in years.
0: And kids have been asking for it. You haven't been in years? I not like <sighs> three or four years, I reckon. That's such a long fucking flight, isn't it?
1: Europe's longer, for sure. Is it? For you reckon, guys? From Australia, yeah. Well, like, the States, you go, it's like, Sydney to LA and then wherever from there, which is, like, 16 hours, Sydney to LA, it's a pretty big one, or 14 or something, I don't know, but to you know how long it is from Europe to Australia, it's, like, two massive, yeah, I mean, 7 and 14 hours or something, how, depending on how you do it. How much do your visas cost? Are they as much as mine? i don't know i don't do i don't
0: deal with the visas yeah but by, i
1: just play drums how yeah, do you do, yeah i mean you're in a different situation I just, you're in a different country
0: i just know it's expensive yeah and but there's only one of me so it's not that expensive but if it's anything yeah. like the price that i have to pay then you've got to do that times fucking however many band yeah. and crew that's probably yeah. why i haven't been for three or four years
1: yeah, and I don't know. We found that we were just sort of wasn't sort of progressing for us there a little bit. Maybe I think that happens to e- um, to everyone. America's yeah, I think fickle. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. It's like there's so much going on there that like you just get forgotten about if you're not there every six months.
0: It's and it's the same with even from bands from America. There's so many bands that are actually way bigger outside of America because. You don't, you just get forgotten about because they've got so many good shows. Yeah.
1: yeah. Gigantic yeah, tours.
0: Really...
1: Yeah, dude. But a lot of them. I think that's the problem. There's just always things going on.
0: Have you announced the support?
1: Um, we have. Who is it? Who you got? Um, we've got a couple of bands. Um, I'll actually have to look,
0: and look all this up right now, to be honest with you. It's a drama problems. It so I'm just try, I'm just trying to get your plug out of the way. You can blow. <coughs> right, I'll be plug the, it for This could be the plug, and then we just talk about other shit.
1: Well, the US ones with the era and Crystal Lake.
0: Oh. Um,
1: um, there's a couple of the bands that are going to be supporting us around the world. So our counterparts are going to be coming to Australia with us.
0: Very sick. That'd be that'll very be a cool. Fun time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's where the Silent Planet. Division,
0: is that so, the U, is that the australian tour yeah fuck what's the cap rooms do you know that's fucking that's gonna be big
1: um it should be around thousand maybe a bit more maybe a bit less I think. mate we,
0: us and counterparts did co-headline that time that was probably the last time i saw you yeah. and like yeah. melbourne we did 700 people and you're from australia so that's all we're gonna sell out so anyone that's listened to here from fucking australia and now i know that's some of you because it's the fourth most listened to country um Ooh. buy some fucking tickets because that shit's gonna go Get in there that shit Get gonna go, go
1: you know so, yeah it's gonna run but yeah we're playing at the roundhouse in sydney which is one of my favorite venues oh, that's the big one, it's isn't one of those it? venues that you it's a nice big one and as a kid like i saw so many bands there and then growing up and now i get to play i mean we played it last year as well we headlined it on a one-off random show and that was epic so keen for it again
0: give it to me again how old are you 28 so who'd you go see there the red shore <laughs> uh, actually yes yeah i, saw the red shore I know yeah. that show that show was videoed and it was on their yeah. on their album what a band fucking sick band
1: what a, band, what a drummer dude. oh yeah Dude, Aravus of Man, I reckon, is, like, one of the most underrated death metal albums. Like, I still, like, put that on to this day, and it slams
0: so hard. It's so sick. And, like, yeah. the, you know, the Green Brothers, just a bunch of legends. Yeah. All stars. But obviously can, was, quite yeah. a sad sad situation around that band. Yeah, definitely. I remember that was, yeah. Was so heavy. My first real band... Viatrophy, we did their first Euro tour after that shit happened.
1: Oh, uh, yeah.
0: And it was just like... I remember we were in... For anyone that doesn't know what happened, they had a van flip and the singer and the merch guy died. But like we were, I remember we were just parking at some point because we shared a van for some of it. We were parking yeah. for some point and yeah. our driver just forgot to put the handbrake on or the e-brake if you're American uh, <laughs> for like two seconds and they you know it just rolled back slightly and they freaked out it was like uh, real ptsd shit which obviously you would yeah. expect yeah pretty fucking uh, that were,
1: yeah pretty gnarly so rough man yeah seriously like yeah i don't know i yeah i can't even relate i can't even begin to relate what that would be like and then to continue to do that and then i'm pretty sure what happened as well is that Jamie took over vocals, and he ended up like writing more, you know, finishing off the lyrics that Damo... oh Jesus, singer that died, yeah.
0: And (coughs) that's just that's pretty heavy. That's fucking dark. Yeah, man. Anyway, ten minutes in, we talked about death. Um, Yeah, you know, it's going quite well. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) we we might do some drum drum talk, but I don't really like. What's your story? How long have you been playing drums? How long's Flame been going?
1: Uh, okay, um, I've been playing drums since I was in year three, or I mean, probably since year two. My dad was a drummer. Year two? How old's that? I don't know. that That's D- got to be like six or seven.
0: Fucking maybe. hell! Really? Seven
1: or eight? Maybe, maybe a little bit. Tony, little bit later. Tony Royster Peterson. No, no, dude. I was, I couldn't play for a long time. I would definitely not say I'm a naturally talented drummer. And like the first five or so years, I was just going through school band, um, and at the time, I fucking hated it. But my mum kept me in there, and I'm glad because I learned a lot, even though I didn't think I was. But yeah, for, I, I guess until about year six or seven, did I? I didn't really care that much about it because I didn't have like in I didn't have an interest or whatever. Like I didn't. There wasn't. Uh, any favorite bands at that point in my life. I was too young. Um, then I heard bands like Limp Biscuit and Lincoln Park and stuff and, and uh, System of a Down, and that's when I was like, oh, yeah, I want to try and learn these songs. And that's when it kind of started for me, really, like the passion for it, I guess.
0: Yeah, I was the same. Um, like, I, I, yeah. I had lessons just because they were there and it was cool. But yeah. I didn't really, and I see this with my own students, and I don't re- you don't really take it seriously until you connect with a song or a band. Yeah. And you're like, hang Definitely. on, yeah. I could probably figure yeah. that out. Yeah. Yeah, or well, my, my tutor could figure that out for me. Yeah, someone could help me to, to do and, that. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember yeah, what the exactly. first song you ever learnt was? Yep.
1: What was it? It was um, Olympia Biscuit. Was it My Way? Yeah. No, no. What's the song with the five-four bit And how can, how do I not know this? I am a slim Biscuit My sweater. my generation. The, no, no. It's the it's the Mission Impossible like theme song. Whatever that one was. Oh, that song was a how fucking bop. This? That was sick, dude. Let me. I need to find it. I
0: can't believe it. I'm shamed. I can't remember what it's um, called either.
1: Chocolate Starfish is the album, of course.
0: Yeah, but they released it way before, didn't they? Because it was for Mission Impossible 2. Must have been. I yeah. remember the bridge. That's all I can remember.
1: Yeah. I just remember, like, the part when it goes into 5'4, and I was like, oh. My, my, at the time, I obviously didn't know that. Like, but my Fuck. tutor was like, this goes into 5'4. And I was like, 5'4. Yeah, and you I were know? like, Take a look fa- around.
0: fucking hell, mate. There's yeah. an extra what fucking f- beat. <laughs> what the fuck mate
1: yeah yeah it fully flipped me out and Fun. then i was hooked john otto was my hero from then on man
0: mate yeah he fucking he laid it down and that long did. did you have a long kick drum because he had a long kick drum at any point
1: um, i didn't really copy his setup i just i had his drumsticks though i had his signature drumsticks what were they like i don't remember them they was they were sabian and they were black uh, no, sorry, they were Zildjian, Zildjian sticks. Um, and they were black with like s- silver Zildjian logo and like his signature in silver. That was oh. sick. All over your fucking symbols, black little marks. Yeah, black shit everywhere. I, I took them to school band and everything, man. Fuck yeah.
0: Um, hot. I had David Silvera signature sticks. Yeah. And they were like fucking five. No, like 1B, 2B, like thicker than a 2B. (laughs) They were sick, though, but then I later found out he wasn't very good at drums. But when you're a kid, you don't really realise. Yeah,
1: it's like signature sticks. This guy must be your weapon. I don't even know who this guy is, but...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I miss Australian fucking slang. Uh, (laughs) This guy must be a weapon. Um, (laughs) But, like, you don't... It's weird, like you just assume because something's on the radio or on TV or whatever that they're good. So your level of good is quite low because you haven't seen the best. But now I wonder about kids and YouTube. Like, they can just go on YouTube and look at Luke Holland and be like, well, that's the bar. Hmm. So are the next generation going to be absolute freaks?
1: Mm, Probably, yeah.
0: Or are they going to be complacent because they see it, so early on and they'll be like well i'll never be like that
1: mm. yeah there's definitely i think well it's good to have like s- someone who's you know being incredibly inspirational showing you you know for instance for instance like you know some amazing drum parts or whatever and you're you want to learn them i think there's a lot more to it though to get to that level so if people are just learning songs or whatever and you know, like, I mean, YouTube is is great for that, I guess, because you know people can actually become full time musicians just from uploading their uploading their videos or whatever of them doing covers or whatever, and then get you know someone sees them and or maybe they just have millions of views anyway. And I think it's definitely it's definitely going to be different, and because of because of uh, yeah all these crazy drummers putting sick videos up and them all the videos being perfect as well.
0: Yeah, I am um, love hate with that. Yeah. Uh, might, yeah. Uh,
1: well, it makes sense, I think. It like, does. For it to be... But
0: is, is it authentic? It's the equivalent, though, of bodybuilders posting photos of them being like, yeah, I switched to this fucking grass-fed protein, and that's why I look this sick. And it's like, no, you are pumped full of drugs. That's why you look that sick. Mm. And it's the same yeah. thing when you watch a video and it's i watched a video the other day and it's a kid i don't want to fucking slag him off but so i'm not going to say who it is but there's a number of people that like this and he's playing perfectly along to a song and there are drums there that are louder than the drums in the song but there's not a single microphone on his drum kit yeah and it's like yeah well I've, mm. I've done it on purpose before. I've done it with a fucking heart machine. Same. But And I've yep, also, same. like, where you edit it, where something's sloppy and you edit it, and people think because there's a video that they would notice the edit, but you don't. You have so yep. many... Because the drummer, as long as you're within a few milliseconds, if that gets fixed, yeah. the frame rate, <laughs> like, doesn't pick it up. So you could yeah. you could play what sounds a little bit shit, and then you could fix it so it sounds good. Yeah. And I'm love What do you like? Yeah. Go on, go on, go on, I mean, go on, go on, I, I know what you were going
1: to, okay. Um, what do you, so like the, the problem I have, right, is like I've, I put up some live drum playthroughs and whatnot. and I'm, I'm I guess I'm kind of indecisive as well. I like putting up just the raw GoPro ones cause you know it's not edited, right? Yeah, and there's something authentic about that that I really like. But then again, it doesn't sound nearly as good if someone mixed it. But as soon as it's mixed, in the back of your head is you're thinking,
0: "Is this is this edited?" Yeah. As soon as you, and, and that's it's a weird thing because sometimes just just the processing can make it sound tighter. Yeah, totally. So you never know. Oh, is this edited? Yeah, you're right but i like that i like it when it's like i don't know if this is edited because you can hear the mm. groove but then when you when you watch someone and it is fully flattened and then yeah you can tell and then they've got like a million views on it i'm like is this healthy like that person is <laughs> that person i've seen but there's drummers that on from youtube that get pro gigs and their covers yeah. I mean obviously they must have had an audition at some point but their covers are definitely fake not fake yeah. but very tightened yeah. up
1: yeah i guess there's an art in that too you know if you can be the whole package if you can do that all for yourself right that's another thing like the whole recording aspect of it like a lot of young people might not have any idea about so like for them recording a, play- a playthrough is is yeah, is like I don't know. I've seen plenty of video. I mean, it's it's just because people don't have money, but you see, plenty. I've seen plenty of covers where it's literally someone just putting their phone in the room, and then it's like they've got a speaker in there blasting the song that they're also playing to, and it's a mess. Yeah. And it's, I sit there going, like, is that worth it? You know, like, I know what you're trying to get at, and it's a good idea, but it's hard to listen to.
0: Do You know, what I think it's changing the game with that. Those y- Yamaha EAD things, have you seen those? EAD? It's like, it's a thing that Stan Bicknell guy's just got one. He's a fucking Australian. Um, he is Australian. It, it's like, it's a unit that you put on the kick drum, it triggers yeah. the kick drum, and then it has two microphones in it one that points on the snare and one that captures the overheads. But all the processing is done inside the unit. And it ends up sounding like a really nice processed microphone kick drum, which is the trigger. And then it gives you like a really roomy, just a couple of overheads. And people's Hmm. YouTube video, uh, like YouTube, and you can't edit it because it just comes as a stereo file. Yeah. But people's cool. Instagram videos, go and watch after this. Go watch some of Stan Bicknell's latest... Is that how he's... Uh, yeah. That's how he's doing it, yeah, because it sound's mint. His sound was mint I mean, anyway yeah. because of his fucking yeah. warehouse. But now, yeah, now he has this EAD thing. And I think um, the guy from Sepultura, Eloy's got one as well. And yeah. they, it just clips on the bass drum. And I think because you, you can't edit it, it's making... it's. A processed version of people's real playing which is perfect Ooh, that's,
1: cool. that's great yeah
0: I did it I did a YouTube video I did when I joined stray which is actually mm. very close to when I met you I think I met you on my second yeah. second stray tour. Um I reckon it was before that but go on well hang on we'll talk about that in a minute um, yeah. the I did three songs three playthroughs on YouTube and obviously they weren't my drums, they were Dan's drums, because they were old Stray songs, and Mm. uh, I had such a chip on my shoulder that I didn't edit any of it, I was like, this has to be to the song, and obviously I didn't have the files without the drums on it, so there's the odd bit where you can hear a flam, but I I was so fucking stoked with how tight everything was, and the comments fucking lit me up. but they they didn't lit lit me up for being tight it was so weird it was the opposite of what had actually happened they said you can tell this is uh, fake you can tell this is fake because the snare is double triggering and Uh, I was like no that's the real drums which were unedited plus my drums which are unedited and you're an Mm -hmm. idiot if you think that anyone can play along with another drummer exactly in time if you, yeah, if, yeah. if you watch a drum video and it's got the original audio and there's no flaming, it's been edited. That's the rule. There's no way anyone's that in time. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, when did we meet then? Are you going to tell me what it was I think before? I met
1: you on the Architects Stray Tour. I think you came out to a show. Would I be wrong? Pretty sure I met you then. And someone was like saying, I think Dan was saying you were his old drum tech.
0: It was The Haunt in Brighton. There you go. There you go. That's when it was. I did meet the you then. Yeah, it was very that was very brief. Got I mean it would memory. have been brief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good memory. Yeah. And they live streamed it, didn't they? And it was a ball lake, and they were That's all stressing. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate it when architects have a stress on. <laughs> that was before they had the mountains of crew that they have now so there's no stress on stage yeah that
1: was different yeah definitely different to what it is now i'm glad i saw that
0: that's so weird how many people that i'm friends with now that i've met in fact everyone my entire career i owe to being uh dance drum tech (laughs) damn because i wouldn't have met stray yeah and sort of that's my career now so there we go that's the short Damn. story <laughs> thank you dan do you know all of australian architects for the longest time because it was just this boys club wasn't there of just mm, it was yeah
1: it was yeah we had some good tours back then as well i remember some is that what yeah that was for architects were like fucking massive yeah acd and we're still playing some small smaller sort of couple hundred cap shows And that was wild. I remember in France, we played a show and it was stage diving. Tom Williams was right into it. I think he was instigating all of it, actually. Classic. Yeah. Good times. Great memories, really. I think... Now I go to one of the... We haven't played a show with architects since, but when when I've gone to their shows, I've just been like, yeah, this is way bigger than last time I saw you.
0: Architects need to take all the boys out again, I think. I think so. They're big enough that they don't. It doesn't matter who they get support in. I agree. Yeah. Just get the fucking get boys, boys' club.
1: As long as we can have a better bus than that one time. If you're listening, Dan.
0: Oh, you know did you do it? Is that the why not bus? That's the f- why not bus, the, dude. Oh my Holy god! Shit. It's the cheapest bus in England. Me. I mean, I've yeah. had that bus on different tours. Yeah. But the thing yeah, is, it's man, so cheap. Crazy.
1: Yeah like triple bunks each side so he's literally like in a coffin it's and chop like you can't yeah and chop chop chop, chop the driver a... dude what's with that tattoo
0: yeah so yeah he's got a tattoo of a dragon around his dick and is it is or the dick is actually the, the dragon like his... the main part of the yeah, dragon yeah something like
1: that yeah and yeah. it's
0: fully you know fully tatted end and everything
1: yeah I mean, I I saw a photo, which is kind of weird. Like, he showed me a photo, and it's like, I mean, not that I want you to put your hands down, but...
0: I mean, I saw it in the flesh. Still, I saw it. Yeah? Yeah, he told me, and I was like, bollocks. And he went, here you go. Whapped it out. And do you know what? Yeah. A similar thing happened to me. Am I going to cancel myself by saying this? I don't think so, because I, <laughs> I, I was with my wife, and we were getting a cab from... That's like Reading City Centre on like a Saturday night. Reading City Centre to where we lived, and yeah. um, it was a female cabbie that picked us up, and we were like, we we're just talking to her, chatting. She was nice enough. Um, we were chatting to her. And we, were like, we don't see many female cabbies, and she was telling us why or whatever. And we we're like, oh, fair play, whatever. Just talking to her, and just out of nowhere, at the end, she, she sees that I've got tattoos, and she goes, oh, you've got tattoos. I've only got one. And I was like, yeah, what is it? And she goes, oh, it's a butterfly. It's on my cunt. And I went, what? (laughs) I went, what? And she goes, yeah, do you want to see it? And then Katie was like, yeah, go on then. And then this cab driver just whapped it out. And there it was. A butterfly transformed.
1: How did she, sorry, how did she do that? How did she just, like, what was the circumstance? Did she just, like, do, like, a full 180 in the front seat?
0: We we were peering in. Because we were just sorting out the change. And obviously if you look sort of look over someone's shoulder, almost (laughs) yeah, if they're the cabbie, you look over their shoulder almost like the predator's weapon, you know, the thing on his shoulder. (laughs) And actually I was just looking right down and she just sort of flopped it out. They yeah, right. The little the butterfly. The butterfly effect I call it. Oh, I'm sure that's unforgettable. So There we go. We've, we've done dick, <laughs> dick tattoos. We've done yeah vaginal cool. tattoos. Speaking of the the c words, which sorry, mum, you're from the yeah. the only other place on earth where it just <clears throat> means mate.
1: Kinda yeah, kind of. I guess it's the if it's a, more about the way you use it. I mean, my mum's probably going to listen to this too. I'm not going to lie. Oh, sorry, and I don't want to upset your mum too so I'm not going to I don't really want to go on in the ins and outs of you know we could we could be really burning some mom, mother's ears right now oh my mum's used to it okay well <clears throat> um yeah we definitely use the c word in 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 a different way completely it's almost completely opposite like if you call someone your mate then they're a cunt if you call them a cunt then
0: they're your mate exactly in, in the weirdest way possible I don't know do, um, do you know it's a different yeah. different dictionary definition for it? The UK dictionary has it as yeah. vulgar slang for idiot, right? Yeah. Oh wow. And yeah. um, the American says vulgar slang for vagina or woman. So yeah, I think that's yeah. what. It I don't.
1: Th- yeah. I think it's vagina, man. I'm pretty sure it's vulgar for v- vagina, and I mean, you you can get away with it anywhere here. A lot of people, like my girlfriend's German. That kind of... That shit does not fly overseas. Yeah. I mean, we've been in situations where people have just been kind of... It's just rolled off the tongue, not thought about it. Yep. And then people have just been so shocked. And then, I, you know, it's it's even worse because you don't really know why. You you obviously pick up that you've offended this person in some way. Um, but what way was it? I don't know. I'm just talking, you know?
0: Well, bit- yeah... The- I, I I've sort of stopped myself saying it in America mm. because I remember once I like dropped my snare drum when I was loading in, and obviously mm. my my go-to word as like an oh. ex- exclamation was ah, and then oh, like I can't remember it was yeah. like, some bloke just looked at me like I just shit in his cornflakes.
1: Yeah, doesn't go down well. Doesn't not go down well. Although come to Australia, mate and. Oh, i love it it as many times as you want i I love the
0: way australian people talk (laughs) i love touring with australians good i love touring with british people as well we're just so close it is the sarcasm and the
1: the humor is very similar i think we can i mean and we're convicts of you guys
0: yeah, isn't it. What happened? We 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 ran out of room in our jails, so we just sent them to an island or something.
1: Yeah, a couple of people stole bread, and you guys were like, nah, not on. You're going to Australia."
0: Um. So hang on. Did, so yeah, we're, we're, they're pretty badass criminals, really. Were we the problem with the Aboriginal people then, or was that you guys? Oh,
1: uh, well. Is this, I mean, is essentially, it? essentially, you. It was. If we wouldn't be there, if it
0: wasn't for you. Oh no! But did we yeah. pop you there? And then you Mm -hmm. fucked around or did we go, right, we got to put these people over here, but let's first Mm. ruin the people that live there.
1: Yeah, I think, I I reckon that would have happened. I reckon they would have come and the Aboriginals that were here would have been like, who are these dudes? What is that giant thing coming, floating in the water? They would have freaked out. And definitely there would have been some, some battles. Obviously, the Aboriginals were not on the on the winning side but yeah after that it, after that we definitely fucked shit up <laughs> yeah, we definitely we definitely did definitely the wrong things at that point yeah I don't think we really thought about it speaking of battles I'm not, until now I'm not comparing well,
0: yes. I'm not comparing the um, plight of the aboriginal people in Australia to this whatsoever but mm-hmm. do you watch Game of Thrones uh,
1: I've been asked this probably six or seven times in the last couple of weeks and no I don't I
0: was just going to wonder if you, I was wondering if you get it early I don't know because hang on what day Wrong is person. it is it Tuesday for you no it's Wednesday oh f- Wednesday I was going to say wow you were going to be in the past but no we're on the same no. day we're on the same day I'm just a little bit a couple of hours ahead but at 9pm my day my day yeah you'll yep, be no at, you'll be at 3 a m. what what no you'll be at 9 a.m no 6 a.m no at yeah. 9 p.m you will be in the future so how good would that be i mean it's going to be great it happens quite a lot It happens, Can't wait. happens at least once it a does day. <laughs> we uh we sort of started talking about drums and then we went yeah, off i think it drifted way off i think we was you're talking about my background
1: Yes. Um, and I was saying, dad was a drummer. I got to play in a Rogers kit when I was a kid, man. And I and I still have this kit. My dad had an old Rogers kit, like a 60s, 70s kit. And yeah, back then, that's what I learned on this little four-piece thing. At the time, I didn't realize that it was a gem, but now
0: I do. So I did I play the same King thing. I did the same thing. I, yeah. I got a premier, like a three-piece Ringo premier from like a charity shop. And obviously, when yep. you're a kid, you just think, because it was cheap and it was the first kit that you got, that it's just shit. So then you sell it. Yeah. And then when you're an old man, you realize, fuck, yeah. I probably shouldn't have sold that. Why did I do that? Yeah. Mine was an 11 and a half inch Acton.
1: Whew. Where'd you get skins for that
0: thing? I didn't, mate. I didn't reskin yeah. it. It was just whatever, whatever <laughs> came with it from the 60s. Wow,
1: dude. 11 and a half
0: inch. Because I remember we took it to a show. It was like literally a 50, 1957 kit or something. I remember we took it to wow. like the local drum store, right Shout out right mm. even though you've gone into administration. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they were like, yeah, we don't have any t- heads to fit that because that's pre-whatever, whenever they decided to yeah. have a wow. universal thing. <laughs> sold it for 200 Damn. quid to some collector who's de- who definitely definitely made money on it yeah he's laughing he's that's heavy what symbols have you still got from your old shit then um I've got these old
1: 14 maybe they're even like 14 and a half inch they're a little bit bigger um like these old Zildjans and this rivet ride man I got oh. this, this like an 18 inch rivet ride and it's like it just has the, Z- the Zildjian stamp on it, so like the the o- OG like metal stamp, not like a not like they do today. It's just like the lip,
0: that's whatever, the sick. stamp,
1: And now you're st- and I've used that on a couple records, and it's Have pretty you cool.
0: now? Well, yeah. it's Sabian, that's it. You're out. Um, yeah, so, I so. had one with my kit as well, and it had just the stamp on it, and obviously I sold that in the two hundred pound because I thought it was shit, and then but I remember buying like a brand new zbt symbol pack or whatever <laughs> oh shit yeah and the, like the silver ones. yeah and i remember thinking why doesn't this sound good as that old shit one that i had and now i know because the old shit now one was it. actually sick
1: yeah i remember getting like the zzx zxt or something and they were like the silver titanium symbols yeah remember them
0: <sighs> they were rubbish it was so rubbish
1: oh <laughs> they were bad
0: but you know, they they only bi- I learned. I'm not just saying this because I play them but the only no they're not I was going to say the only mid range symbol cymbal that, I th- that is cheap and I think actually sounds good are those black cas- classics custom minor ones but they're still expensive yeah. they're not on the same line as oh, ZXT right. I've never heard them they sound so good but it's an acquired look yeah I mean, if I was Joey Johnson, you would get away with that. Here's the thing, though. My new kit is black and orange, and those symbols are black and orange. So, on the next stray he- Ooh, headliner, I might go Craig. I might go full Demi Borges. Do, Do it, man. And just be... And, like, black, black heads, black everything. Like, literally like a child. Like a 13-year-old boy in the year 2000. Dude. 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 That's that's the aesthetic that I might go for. That's
1: yeah. That's dead set. Your sixteen-year-old self would just be frothing.
0: Me, my sixteen-year-old I mean, self, and uh, George from Stitcher Guns. Oh, all <laughs> that's he loves a He loves a colourful gimmick.
1: <laughs> well, there's much to, many to please there, so I think you should give it a shot, mate.
0: At least give it a shot. Um, you're really good at the drums, then. When did that happen, if you weren't very good? So, you started learning songs.
1: Uh, so, I started learning songs. <clears throat> then, towards, you know, high school. Um, I went to a cool school that had, like, a really good music program, Pitwater High School. Shout out. You guys rule. Um, they had an awesome music program. And so, there was heaps of good uh, drummers and musicians in general there. So, I remember it just being, like just everyone was like kind of pushing each other a lot throughout high school. Cause it, like we didn't really know, but now I look back and there was, everyone was so talented and I don't know, we just kind of pushed each other. And then uh, I think when I was about 16 or something, I started my first band um, and that was like, it's kind of like a, yeah, obviously it was smack bang in the middle of metalcore uprising and Yeah, you know, we played some played some shows, um, and that's how I kind of met Northlane as well through this first band. This band was called Maze, and Maze, Maze, and and we we played some crazy. Yeah, I got it off Fable. You ever play that game, Fable?
0: Uh, No, I remember the hype about it when it came out, but that was when I stopped playing games. Yes, right. I had a period in my life when I stopped. And then I then that's I came sad. back... No, I came back to them, but I was, like, Good. obsessed with drums. And <laughs> I just... Okay, that's way better, then. Yeah, anyway, carry on. But, yeah. Fable. Maze. Uh,
1: I... You didn't get Maze the word a, Maze. a wizard guy. Just... No, I didn't get the word, but the idea as a name, because there was a right. character called Maze in it, and I was like, that's cool. Anyway, um, and our, like, first tour in with Maze was with Northlane's f- first tour as a band. And... That's how I met the Northlane dudes. Um, and after that, they were having drummer issues and asked me to fill in for a tour. Um, and I sweated Northlane at this point, dude. Like the first EP, I had one of... A key maker of the first EP, I had that as my ringtone. Ringtone? Like when you what phone? Had it as my ringtone. God, I don't know, dude. But uh, back when you could put songs, you know, you, yeah. you could make it cut like 30 seconds of a song or whatever and that could be a ringtone
0: little Um, little nokia job yeah must have
1: been but um yeah and then after i filled in for them i was having like a really good time so i kind of just stayed there and yeah that was in like 2009 like i joined the band technically like a year after it started Started in like late two thousand eight, and I joined in late two thousand nine, and then yeah. How old were you then? Uh, I would have been eighteen. Nice, young little chap.
0: Young little chap. Yeah. And you? You've been in the same band for Raring ten years.
1: Go. Yeah. Now that I think about that, dude. Ten years.
0: I can only imagine years. what that's like. This upcoming Stray album well, well the next yeah. Stray album we do will be the only band I've ever done two albums with
1: wow because I how many bands have you been in? fucking billions including your first one
0: right including first one every, first one. every band every band you've been in that you can remember what. okay so I was in a ska punk hardcore band when I was 13 Sick. years old Whoa! yep yeah. i played my first gig when i was 13 because we lied to a pub and we said we were 16 and then we got smashed on snakebite um (laughs) so that was my first band then i played in a punk band called drivers against the the original name of the band was drink drivers against mothers before Wonder i rock. before i joined them and then they were like this is a terrible <laughs> you know like just trying to be offensive and then they were obviously like this yeah. is a terrible name we're not going to get anywhere so then i joined that band when they were called drive us against um again yeah. both of these bands just political punk bands when i was like a little yeah f- grebo punk um badass then i did a band called lu kang which was cool. it cool it just sounded like um poison the well uh it's just hardcore with yeah sadness sad hardcore band that's actually on spotify yeah, that's when i was 16 okay. when i was 16 that was um but that band that came about i was at a show in my other band talking to some other kids and we were like wouldn't it be funny if there was like a band where all the ga- all the songs were like themed about dinosaurs But it was a hardcore band and you could have each song was be a bit about a different dinosaur and I don't know why we said that and then it got to like, wouldn't it be cool if it was like about Street Fighter and then we were thinking about, I think we were nearly called M. Bison, which I think is a way harder name. That's pretty bad. Uh, And then after that, I joined Viatrophy, which is my main, main first real band that did an album. So how many are we on Mm -hmm. there? That's five already. Jesus. And then I did a band called the Seventh Cross, which was a metalcore band, uh like a London metalcore band. They were quite Sorry? big before I joined. I didn't do any albums with them. Then what happened? Then you joined, and then I. F- they were like nah. Then I, yeah, I fucked it. And then I, <laughs> then I filled <laughs> in for Dead Swans for a bit, which was a Bridge Nine, nice. Bridge Nine hardcore band. That's seven. Um. Then I did The Heart Machine, eight. Brutality Will Prevail, nine. Straight From The Path, ten.
1: There you go. And then, Double figures. And then That's I've crick. like
0: done session stuff for like Death of Anna and Vision of Disorder and stuff like that. So we're looking at you gotta, maybe man. 15 to 20 different. Dude. That's a resume if I've ever heard one. It's also just it's a man with ADD. Just... Oh. <laughs> I just get, <laughs> I either get bored or I fall out with people.
1: Yeah. That happens and look where you are now, mate.
0: Yeah, it's the only band where I don't hate everyone. In all my other yeah. bands, I at least hated one person. <laughs> <laughs> mate. Well,
1: I think it's pretty, yeah. I think you're in a good situation, to be honest. You're in, in a band with like three of the funniest people on the planet.
0: Yeah, they're the fucking best. My Viatrophy, yeah. we we would kick out a member every week. Just whoever was being annoying, like we'd be like, Nah, you're out of the band and we'd be, they'd be like, What? And we'd be like, nah, you're fucking out and then what we would do is we would change <laughs> we would change the MySpace password to whoever their name is out would be the new password <laughs> when they left but then people nice. people started realizing once they had been kicked out that that's what the password was getting changed to because they'd witnessed yeah. other people get kicked yeah. out so then they knew what the password was so we had to change it oh, we started putting we started putting 666 at the end so it'd be like yep. frank out Good. 666 easy well easy smart yeah i've just damn dude just uh Never really found a band that I get on with the people, and I like the music, and the messages there. It's always one of the other, yeah. one or the other. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a tight it's a, yeah it's a it's a hard like tightrope to walk really. band's life in that sense, like you got to have yeah you got to have pretty much everything aligned for you for it to work. Otherwise, it'll fuck out at some point.
0: And you just got to keep one going. Or another. Because yeah. I could have I could have quit after five bands. I'd be like, this is never going to work, is it? Yeah. You're stubborn. I'm a stubborn man. I don't know anything else, Nick. I don't yeah, know how to do anything that. else.
1: Yeah. Get this. So lately... So I've been home for a couple months. And um, I've gotten quite bored. And so I thought, you know what? I'll, I'll start doing some work. I'll work somewhere. Um and luckily my friend at the time was doing some laboring and he said yeah dude we need someone to help us out so I was like yeah sure I can do laboring I did this when I was 17 or whatever but it's a different story 10 years later like laboring is a young man's game really? and oh dude I've been getting rinsed like absolutely rinsed and I mean to some other people I reckon they'd be like mate come on it's nothing but I don't know my back's my back these days is not as sprightly as it used to be. And I get weird sort of like niggles in my hands, which just freaks me out. So I ended up stopping, but yeah, it's came to the same conclusion, man. I'm like, oh, I just, well, oh, I'm, I'm just going to have to stick to drumming, hey? What I mean, com- Maybe I could.
0: What kind of niggles? For-
1: uh, weird niggles in my wrist and my knuckles and my ring finger knuckle, both sides, which is really weird. But I went what to the like, physio like and stuff about it. I don't know. It's just like a, just like a dull pain after. After I mean, I was doing you know quite intensive labour, doing a lot of shovelling and bucketing stuff. So your hands do need to be quite strong. But I, when I went to the physio about it, you know, she wasn't worried because I got arthritis in my toes as well. It's in my family. My mum's got it in the same toes. My grandma, obviously, it's hereditary. So I got that in the back of my mind. Like God please don't be arthritis so um but yeah physio you've only, physio you got it in, in one toe in two so the first metatarsal of my toe to any doctors foot doctors out there who they'll know what i'm talking about it's actually just like the big knuckle in your toe in your big toe
0: yeah i broke so the one sense. in my hand
1: once
0: you broke your hand knuckle I broke the the metal yeah, the metatarsal in First my metatarsal. Right hand. that that is an that is a funny story and I will tell tell that story in a minute. But carry yep. on. So you've got it in one one toe. One two toe, toes.
1: But two toes, my right one's worse than the left, but um doesn't Is it
0: in a big toe? Yeah. Yeah, both big toes. Do you use your big toe when you're playing kick drum?
1: Uh, well, I wear shoes and I have orthotics and I have had since I was like 13 or 14. So it actually doesn't... With shoes on, I don't notice it. So I get I play heel up, so it would be putting a lot of pressure on that joint. But it, I mean, after a show, it might be a little bit sore, but it's okay.
0: But like, I've noticed in certain sections, I'll play with my toe. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm concentrating on my toe going down. Right. Not my foot. Mm. But my foot technique is fucking dog shit. Is, <laughs> is, that, that, is that like heel-toe? Uh,
1: Are you doing, like, doubles? Is that what you no, mean?
0: No, no, no. I'm just, like, concentrating on my toe. Oh. Have you Have you got orthotics for the toe or for flat feet?
1: For my feet. It's so the orthotics, like, lift the arch of my feet so that there's yeah, no see, I have on a, that side. Yeah.
0: See, I have a fucked up arch yeah. as well. So I started when I went to a Cairo about my hip. They were like, "Yeah, your feet are kind of fucked as well." Yeah. Um. So I started playing with a, uh, like just one of those, cushioned orthotic things, mm-hmm. that are supposed to help people with plantar for for whatever it is that that problem with the, the arch of your foot. Yeah. And I swear it made me play better. Mm. And what you don't like you don't just, use it now? No, I still use it. Yeah, good. I've still got the same pair of stage shoes. Good.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think once you find things. I remember one playing back in the day, playing some rural show, and this is when I would, drummed without shoes. And I just remember it being so painful at this one gig. Like halfway through, I was like, "God, this is grinding!" Like I, this is, yeah. So toe or foot? The toe, the joint in my toe. Yeah, the arthritis, arthritis,
0: toe. And I mean, um, that sucks. But in the grand scheme of things. Was, yeah. a, a, a toe is okay, much okay. better than like Dude. spine yeah
1: well my spine is a little bit dodgy too but yeah that's what? that's from that's from like headbanging while drumming
0: yeah you do that a lot don't you oh I get it sometimes on tour when I'll just move my head and it's like crackling yeah. in my neck yeah. and I'm like do you hit those
1: nerves and it like makes your tongue go numb that happens to me. What? No. You have have done that in your neck. You know when you hit those weird nerves and it like, I don't know, it sends like a shooting pain up the back of your neck and for some reason my tongue goes numb. That, what the yeah. fuck? Happens, no. Yeah, that happens when I'm in the surf and when I'm playing drama sometimes.
0: Jesus.
1: Yeah, and it's from the hair flick when I'm in the surf. Like you, do a, you duck dive and then flick the hair out of the way and that movement just like hits this nerve and you're like, ah, you never had that. Ever like when you flit your head?
0: I mean, I don't surf. No, I could about. probably surf with the weather outside here in England right now. I'm looking at it right now. It looks like a scene from fucking <laughs> Twister. <laughs> no, I mean like you know, if you, it's surely
1: you've hit that nerve. Like you've done something. Maybe you've no. I don't know. It happens. It's happened to me while I was driving. Anyway, that's a weird thing.
0: Um, I've, yeah, I've never had any numbness or anything like that. Josh Middleton had a couple of. Days of numb finger, and that was something to do with his neck, and he oh. freaked out about that. But yeah. we went to a physio and they sorted that out. Good. People forget that to do what we do, and to be, you know, in my case, relatively good, in your case, very good, in Josh Middleton's case, an absolute fucking circus freak show <laughs> of a human being, uh, you need to put so much practice in that your yeah. body gets fucked. Yep,
1: yep, definitely yeah for me it's been from like if you're standing up and like you' say if you're playing guitar and you're rocking out on stage or whatever, like your whole body sort of moves with the motion. but when you're sitting on drums and you're sort of bopping along, since you're sitting on a, on a stool or a throne or whatever, you, the, the motion stops at your lower back like when you, yeah. you're're bopping around and that point in my in my spine has just gotten a bit a bit delicate over the years. So now I have to focus on my on my posture, which my mum has been telling me for
0: years, but now I got to take it seriously. Why don't you Why don't you start deadlifting? Because I used to have yeah. Because I used to have lower back pain when I played the drums, yeah. and when I got into the gym doing deadlifts, which you would expect to really hurt your back, yeah, actually just strengthens up that lower back, and I've never had it again since. Uh,
1: maybe I need a deadlift
0: then. It's also fucking sick. <laughs> <sighs> That's, uh, that's the other cool thing about it. Is it's <laughs> fucking sick. I just can't do the gym, though. I'm, I just can't and do it. It's, it's not for everyone. No. I fucking love it. Yeah. I'm going to the gym straight after this. Get it,
1: son. The guy... The going little,
0: shoulders. You're going to pump up these little shoulders. Get Yeah,
1: big, baby. That's it. No, I like to exercise. I've done boxing for years, but just the gym is just not what I'm what I'm about. I just don't like the, yeah, the ego it? thing going on. I'm not a big guy. I'm not trying to get big, but... Every time I've been to the gym, it's like, what is this dude looking at me for? Like, I know I'm, th- I'm a twig. Just let me be a twig, and you be a giant. And
0: but the thing is, I don't think anyone ever does look at people like that. Really? I think you, you just assume they're looking. Maybe at I'm you. just self-conscious in that scenario. Uh, don't get me wrong, Lev. It's full of dickheads. <laughs> yes, dude. Absolutely full of dickheads, yeah. and I'm probably a dickhead. <laughs> no. But I kind of love it. You just yeah well if you if you love it man then go
1: on you let's see
0: I don't, I'm not a dickhead though I ain't going in there to judge anyone no just love you're there to love, pump it up I like the I right. like the uh, I can't I like the 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 beating your own personal best yeah. element of it that's, that's what I love about it yeah, it's such like a little yourself, achievement sure. every day yeah
1: no, I think it's a really 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 good thing to do especially if your mental health is something like that sure and like what you're doing you, like pushing yourself like
0: breaking limits that you've you've set super the problem is now i'm getting a bit older though mm. it's like my you know it's like people saying oh no pain no gain like push through or whatever mm. my mental strength is far stronger yeah. than my physical strength yeah, so i end up just hurting myself yeah yeah that's bad
1: well we're getting older now man like, I've definitely noticed that I'm, my body is older. I feel like my body is far older than my mind.
0: Far oh, older. I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait until I'm, like, 40. God. And then I'll be like, I'll go to the doctor. <laughs> no. And I'll be like, I'll be like, yo, what? what's the deal here? We need to get it and sorted now, Craigie. Okay. And I'll go, nah, I'm just going to go... I check my testosterone level and they'll be like yeah, well yeah it's a 40 year old man I'll be like oh, can you just augment that for me so it becomes an 18 year old boy again and he'll be like do you mean uh, exogenous drugs and I'll be like yeah go on then doc." and I'll go you wait I'll get to 40 I'm going to pump myself full of the shit yeah, right. I'm going to age backwards yeah, oh god <laughs> I'm going to be like I'm going to be like Benjamin Button when I die I'm going to be pumped You're up with like huge. growth hormone and Growth hormone, All the shit yeah. Give me all the fucking Arnie shit be like And my a- heart will just explode
1: <laughs> Yeah that's how you go out Literally your body yeah. will just pop
0: You're- I'll look like a baby But <laughs> yeah. with a giant heart That's just like fucking popping out my chest Yeah, And it blows up on stage That would be sick That's the dream that's I mean it's not the dream You know what <laughs> I can't remember who it was Some, Someone died Someone died had a heart attack on stage like a drummer in a band i can't remember maybe oh the exploited uh, the old punk band the exploited Mm -hmm. i mean i have hung out with the exploited before at a festival and you know they they like you know things that would make your heart explode yeah but he had a heart attack (laughs) on stage i'm fairly sure he died oh and and people have been posting like Oh, I mean, maybe he didn't die, but maybe it's the wrong band. But I'm sorry if I got that wrong. Uh, but people were like, "Oh, at least he went out doing something he loved." Oh. Nope, I don't want that. I, I want to die in bed. Yeah, You're like yeah, imagine guys. The... Here you go, like uh, yeah,
1: really giving it my all to the point where no,
0: nah. did my heart stop? I would prefer. And also, else. like, if I if it happens to me, it's going to happen. Now I've done this, I've <laughs> manifested it. Uh, if that happens to me and someone's like oh at least he died doing something he loved no I tell you what I don't love I don't like extreme pain and I don't like embarrassment yes in showcasing my extreme pain like getting you're doing you're doing a fill and you're like I'm having a heart attack but I've got to carry on carry on yeah I'm going to die right here and then at what point do you stop playing to clutch your chest (laughs) (laughs) Like, that is... Nah, yeah, not for me. sounds bad. Man.
1: Let's not... Let's hope that doesn't happen. So. so, maybe not do what you're planning on doing, because... I mean, yeah, I'm actually, just really save it. it. Save it's it until you're done.
0: You think... Save it until I'm on... Yeah. Sometimes I want to go... I want to say to my dad, like, Oi, let's <laughs> fucking juice you up. <laughs> like, because my dad does cycling, and he does, like, golf and that. Yeah. And I was like, fuck... If you just smash a bit of Roy... <laughs> Dude, you should see my dad. My dad's a big guy. <laughs> is your dad roided? Not, is he Royded? He's not
1: Royded, but he's been to the gym. He's he's almost 70. He's 70 this year. And he's been to the gym ever since he was like 20 or something. And you wouldn't think he's my dad. I sh- oh, he- need to show you a photo, bro. He's a big, That's he's a so, big guy. That's so. Is
0: he like. Is he? Does he look way younger than he is?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: It's the thing. Drew's dad, Drew from Stray, yeah. his dad is 77, maybe even 80 now. Hmm. He looks 60. Yeah. And he's been going to the gym. Yeah. Yeah, my And I think my. I've been. Katie's mum says I've looked exactly the same for the last six years. There you go. So I'm hoping I'm just sort of stalling. Because I looked about 80 when I was 21. <laughs> so I'm thinking I'm just going to look, look 80 forever. But I'm not going to look more 80. I'm not going to look 85 ever. That's good. I
1: guess. That's a that's positive.
0: Yeah, I'll take it. All right. I don't really drink that much alcohol though that's why yeah, I think no, alcohol's either. a big a big ager
1: mm. yeah I'm not a big drinker myself
0: oh she can't if I have one I have one beer I went to Tradewind show the other day yeah. and I have one beer and like my sinuses just go fucking shit yeah. and then because of that I can't sleep and then the next day I feel hungover but it's just because I haven't slept properly <laughs> yeah hangovers just suck man I can't I just don't want to I just not yeah it's not worth it just so not worth it just definitely not worth it a couple of hours I probably have yeah, I'd probably have two blowouts a year yeah I reckon
1: I reckon it's even less for me these days I've had one some, I've had a couple blowouts in the last couple of years,
0: but yeah um anyway, let's talk about let's talk about magic magic but shit. not not magic with a k i've just done a podcast with daniel p carter from the radio One rock show yeah and we were talking about magic with a k which is you know the elements of using art to will and manifest things into existence but with you i'm talking about magic with a c a sort of (laughs) light-hearted fucking some david blaine shit
1: oh god nowhere near that there dude i I know some simple simple tricks
0: Yeah, but they're so sick. They are are fun.
1: Uh, It's a good way to make someone smile. I definitely... You can get people and, like, just... Actually, just making people, like, mind-blown with something so simple, like, when you know how to do it. And I'm not a good magician. Like, I'm I'm not a magician at all. I know some petty... How do you learn it, though? Dude, I'm going to blow the magician's code by saying YouTube. It's all all on YouTube, man. It's so easy. You just got to learn a couple things, a couple sleight of hand things. And it's all about the delivery as well. If you can deliver it to someone well, then you can make an easy trick seem way cooler. Do
0: you know who else is a drummer and he's really good at magic? No. Do you know Art Cruz?
1: No. Art Cruz.
0: Yeah, he was in Winds of Plague and now he's filling in for Lamb of God. Sick. He's very good at magic as well. Yeah. It's weird. You're two m- two magic drummers. I'm not
1: good though. I'm really not good. Like if anyone who wasn't a ma- like a magician, a problem magician saw me doing what I was doing, they would laugh at me and be like cute. <coughs> really cute.
0: But it works really? simple. It's dead set dude. Dead set. I've always been impressed.
1: Have you do? Yes, I did the appearing card trick with Tom Williams. I think. I think I made a, key, a card appear in his stage pants or something.
0: Yeah, that was effective. Yeah, he fucking lost his mind. Yep. And then we made that fake trailer for Gambit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was <a> good one.
0: <laughs> Straight from yeah. the bath loves to make a fake trailer. Oh, That's there's what been we some do. good
1: ones. The, that one of you what is it called
0: um is it me and josh yes
1: what's it called
0: the the hard way, the hard way. <laughs> mm-hmm. there's the hard way is... and then there's the hard way two as well In <sighs> the hard way one at the at the end when we touched tongues together yeah, that was a moment josh was adamant it was just like let's just fully kiss <laughs> and i was like oh, i just don't want to kiss you josh he's like no, let's do it i, was like, I don't, I don't want to kiss you so instead, we just like touch tongues and it actually looks worse. Yeah,
1: it looks crazy. It looks crazy.
0: I mean, not that that's but a bec- crazy thing to do, just knowing you and like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but bec- because next Camera's so good, it's like, what is this? This looks like it looks legit, an man. actual movie. Dead set. When then, the first time the I saw it, the yeah.
1: The, literally, the first time I thaw- saw it, I was like, this is legit.
0: And then the end, I was like, holy fuck it's not legit did you see the second one we had props in the second I one i don't remember there the was second like, one. the second one had like a story arc where it was like we were on a spaceship and there was like <laughs> a <laughs> glowing there was a glowing crystal <laughs> and uh but in the end we just stripped naked that was ah. it and that was the the big giveaway cool Sounds like a good storyline. It's dumb. Good plot. Being on tour is fucking dumb. It is. You just get
1: bored. You get bored and you go crazy. It's almost like when you get in the plane, you you go through a, a portal of some sort. Like the plane must, it must fly through a portal. Because by the time you get off, everything's different. Not only you're yeah, in a different place, but mentally you're like, I'm already an absolute psychopath.
0: And I've it's like kind of being just got here. It's like being a child again. Yeah. It just transports you into a world of not having any responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Even the way I conduct myself in public on tour, it's just unacceptable. Yeah. Yeah, you can get away with a lot. <laughs> totally. It's to- it's a different world. It, it, it's, a different world. It, it's a different world. It takes a minute to adjust when you get home again.
1: Yep. It I uh, takes a couple of minutes for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I a few minutes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: dead set. Uh, it's just weird coming like, you, you know, you spend a month or longer or shorter or whatever. You spend an amount of time with a bunch of dudes some females sometimes and you get so comfortable with being, you know being stimulated at, throughout every moment in the day. You don't even need to be in a conversation but like you are still there's a conversation going on next to you or someone's doing something crazy or, you know, and you always stimulate and then you go home and it's the polar opposite, and you're like, "Oh God, and now I'm alone
0: in this." You know. Do you ever get depressed? Yeah, when you come home from tour. Definitely, man. I never even noticed it, but mine like manifests as OCD, basically. Okay. I'll come home. I'll come home, and if like the house isn't spotless, because you've been on, you've been on tour with whoever, and you've been around dirt and mess for the whole time. I come home and I'm mega OCD. Yeah. And then I'm like really weird. Yeah. Katie, Katie's like, you do realize this is just because you come back from tour and it's your way of dealing with <laughs> not having that dopamine release every single yeah, night. Yeah,
1: that adrenaline you get so addicted to, for sure. And then you come home and you're like, oh, okay, well, I'm still awake. It's, you know, especially when you're playing gigs late at night, you get home and you're like, oh, it's 11 o'clock. I'm, I should actually be starting to play a show right now. But really, yeah. you're lying in bed, your girlfriend is like so tired, and
0: yeah, and you're like I'm wide awake, I could gig, I'm yeah, wide awake, and I have n- n- no adrenaline, no, zero adrenaline, I'm wa- not pumped. Watching Game of Thrones, yeah,
1: but that's it. that's comes with it, I think. Um, as long as you're aware of that, then that's all that matters, I guess if you're not if you come home and you're just like flipping out you don't really know what's going on that's the problem but I'm not a
0: psychologist so don't don't what's put yourself on? down you are a psychologist you think so? oh your microphone's going nuts whatever so, microphone you've got plugged in oh that's yeah, fine now yeah sorry. Right. I
1: thought that yeah I heard something going on and I was like is this me? it's,
0: it's alright right. we're good it's all right. um, we should probably talk about drums yeah let's do that Just we got. I mean, it's pretty long already, so I'm gonna be real short. What's your hardest thing about being on tour, playing wise? Uh, Do you think you play good all the time, and if not, what is your like big weakness?
1: Hell no. I'm like so critical on the way I play, like savagely critical, Um, and that can be that can be bummer, but obviously. if you do a string of shits like shit shows, I guess what I consider shit show is not what someone else would consider me playing shit. I think, um, but I don't know. I just want things to be tight and flowy when I'm playing. I think it's easy to sort of overthink things and and like fall behind the click or something. And I don't know. I just want to. I just want to be in the moment when I'm playing and when I'm not, and I'm like thinking thinking about other things and. That's when, I, that's when I sort of don't really have a great show. If I'm just lost in the show, then I'll, it'll be like the show will end and I'll not even remember anything that happened. Just there, like the whole time, I don't know.
0: That's ideal for me. I like how critical you are because I, I remember when we were on that tour, I could ask you, mm. I could go... How was that? And you'd honestly be like, you're rushing your feet a little bit tonight. <laughs> and I would go, fuck, you're right. And I did, I, you are right, but it happens. I wouldn't have thought of that. And then the next night, I would consciously be able to fix that. And it would actually really help me. You didn't do it every night. I think maybe you only did it once. But yeah. I appreciate that kind of feedback. Yeah. That, it's not just like yeah it was great no yeah. Like, yeah. yeah yeah it was good but you you know yeah this sounded like you, you weren't mean about it you were like it sounded like you were maybe rushing your feet a little bit and yeah. i was like fuck yeah you're right you yeah. can. <laughs> uh I've, and then i fixed it good glad. I, so that i appreciate helps.
1: that i oh, know my pleasure i appreciate that kind of feedback too like as you know if you're going how was it oh dude that was amazing it's like oh okay no,
0: how was? Don't it? tell me how good it was. Yeah. Tell me what I can fix. Yeah, yeah. Tell me what sucked. I want to know what sucked. Um, we yeah. we've started playing to a click since then. Mm, well, I have. Wow, uh, that's, half of half that, half the set.
1: Let's just start right there. That is breakthrough
0: stray news. I mean, it's it's as far away as an actual click that anyone could be. <laughs> it's it's a punk I took rock click. A video. Uh, I took a video of a live show. Yeah. And then I mapped out the click. Wow! So it goes up and down huh. almost every bar. And then if there's a bit where Drew or Tom is on its own, it just drops out for the rest of the song. So hmm. it's it's like a pair so of click, stabilizers. Your click
1: isn't even like like gridded at all. It's it's literally no. You've manually it, made a click.
0: I mean, it is gridded, but it's like every four bars, it will go up two BPM or whatever. Really. That, but, is that yeah, for a section it, means, or
1: yeah.
0: oh. it basically, it means it just, the, there's a consistency there mm. now every night. Yeah. It's like, whereas before it, you'd be like, you, you could say that, are right, oh, you sounding like you were rushing your feet a little bit. And it was probably because that song was fucking 7 BPM faster than yeah. we played it the night before. Yeah. And
1: you've got no reference. Like if you have a click, then you have a reference to sit on. And like, you know, if you're racing then as well. Right.
0: Exactly. Yeah so exactly and it's helped i think the last time the last tour we did the amount of people who we know from bands they don't know about the click thing and they've just said that's the tightest i've ever seen straight yeah last
1: time i saw and you it was my the head. tightest for sure you yeah, know i think we that were was using... no click that was really? still no
0: nah, no click then oh wow
1: i remember you weren't happy as well you had a sore wrist or something
0: and i was like dude that was tight so that was in that was sydney wasn't it Yeah, Factory Theatre. That was a good show. That was a good show. I mean, I don't think I played well, but I think it was a good show. I thought you played well.
1: You looked like you were in pain, though.
0: I could tell you. Yeah, I I fucked my wrist on that tour. But you pulled through. But I fixed my wrist now. Good lad. My wrist is fixed. It's all good. Good. Um, But yeah, I think it's... So I was going to say something before about the
1: click thing. Like, even if you had a straight click like you as a human are it doesn't mean that you're going to play like locked in the whole time you'll still sway over that
0: right yeah, yeah exactly yeah. it's like you go you can go in and out of it but it's, yeah. it's like that it's like having stabilizers on a bike yeah you're still riding the bike yes but there's just a couple of extra wheels yeah keeping you from riding <laughs> the bike at one angle yes it means you fall off and look like shit in front of thousands of people. <laughs> There you go, yeah. there's there's an analogy that's a good the album. old click. Oh yeah. my God, Tool just released their fucking album. Oh. Uh, their album release date. Holy shit. This is, that's crazy. Do you know what? I was doing a podcast yesterday with Daniel Carter. We talked yeah. about Tool. We talked about real magic with a K, right? And at the yeah. end of it, I said to him, you know we're going to manifest some sort of Tool announcement in the next 24 hours. And yeah. he said, no, we're not. And look what's fucking happened.
1: Damn, that's real magic. That's crazy, dude.
0: can't believe it. Well in. I can't f- anyway, what are we talking about? We're still talking about drums. We're still talking about clicks. Um, uh, where were where we? Let's talk about what drums you play. Yeah,
1: I play timer drums. Um, yeah. Which are mad, as you know. Same as me. Yeah, yeah baby. The best. They're the best. I, in Australia, I've got a straight Bingo star classic and it is the most filthy drum kit ever. It is so sick. Like, I've never had anything. What is anything. it? A Babinga? Yeah, straight Babinga style Classic. And they're not going to make these anymore as of this year, I'm pretty oh, sure. I just got a straight Babinga. Did you?
0: Good lad. How good are they? Yeah, they're, they're, they're done. Oh, yeah, they're, they're done. done. I got. And my new kit's a straight Babinga, and it's 24, 14, rack? 16, 18. What the 14 hell? 14 inch rack, my friend.
1: Holy shit, how deep is it?
0: Eight. Okay, wow! It's like a that's giant insane, snare yeah. I'm insane. Yeah, I'm an insane person. That is insane, dude. It's dude, you should put so a, you should dead fun. set
1: put a throw off on the on the bottom of that, and it could be a gnarly snare as well as
0: a tom. That is kind of sick. I would try that. But that's uh, what's your setup then? So I've got I mean, your setup's crazy. So let's talk about that. It's pretty
1: weird. Um, I'm using a 22 inch kick. Uh, I used to use 20s a lot. I really liked the 20, but uh, the last couple of years, I've just changed over to the 22. Uh, mainly, I use the Ooh, 20. Oh, he's gone bigger. Yeah, I've gone bigger. Um, just because the 20, I could fit... I, I have such a cramped setup, and the 20 made it possible to sort of get the rack tom over it a little bit more, um, over the bass drum, because it's lower. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the 22 is the way to go, I think. Um, I couldn't do 24, but twenty-two. I'm really into. I'm uh, getting used to it. Yeah, and then I got a ten-inch ten by eight rack, um, fourteen by fourteen floor, sixteen by fourteen floor. Um, and I use a Evert's Nick Pedersen signature snare drum, which is like a yeah, which is like a custom Sydney company, which is so sick. It's such a sick snare drum, which is Tasmanian blackwood, fourteen by seven. And, yeah, that's the shells of what I've been using. On the on the, the new record we just recorded, um, that's coming out soon, I used a 12-inch rack for some songs as well. I switched the 10 out for a 12, and I really liked that as well. I like how the 10-inch cuts, but the 12 sits better with the
0: 14-16. I've been playing with this 14-inch rack for about two months now mm-hmm. that i saw a 10 inch tom the other day and i thought it was an eight <laughs> it's like it warps your reality <laughs> Yeah, I bet. my reality is fully fucking warped uh, now like and i saw a 22 and i was like is that 20 yeah I was like, nope, it's 22 It's cute uh, yeah i mean like um, you're going big man
1: you're kind of like he wants to go big in the drum world and in the gym
0: I just want to fucking yeah I just want to be juiced up everything (laughs) juice me up the thing the 24 right if I I just got one of those Porter and Davies uh, butt kicker things how's that mate you if you try one once it will change your fucking life that's what I've heard I can't I couldn't believe it I thought it was hype like that reflex pad I was like this is fucking hype and I played one and I was like actually this is the sickest thing on earth oh my god yeah, and then the this Porter and Davies thing. I just a kid that listens to the podcast was like, "Oh, I heard that you want one. I've got one no, I don't really use it. You can have it for this much." I was like, "What?" Uh, so I bought it off his gear, hmm. and um, it's incredible. So it, it's a giant subwoofer inside the yeah. throne, but the mic goes through that, yeah. and it's just you know if you've got ear protection in or you've got your gates set too high or whatever you can't hear those feathered kick drums like if you go boom you can't hear the first one sometimes Mm -hmm. and then what I do is if I can't hear it instead of going yeah I know that happened I trust my uh, my playing enough to know that happened I just hit much harder for that first one and it tires me out yeah but with this, you can do the slightest little just tap on the kick drum, and because of all the low end, yeah. you feel it that's in your so ass. That's good. Yeah, it, it makes me play way more on on and behind the beat, yeah. as opposed to early. Yeah, because I feel the action mm-hmm. of the kick drum immediately.
1: Yeah, that's a, Yeah, I should get on that. What I about double on. pedal shit? Is it is it like bowel rupturing kind of material, or is it?
0: Uh, it it sometimes will overheat yeah overheat it the has whole thing tu- so it stops it ha- working it ha- no it has tubes in it it's so what? Fucking clever. it has tube tubes in it like a guitar amp. No so when it overheats it saturates and it oh, naturally okay. turns itself down that is fucking cool so when you play really fast it gets less damn less ruptury drummer's got valves fucking- now Mate, it's incredible, but Vowled it's annoying. Me up. It's an e- Give me some valves. Thing. You, it'll be perfect for your playing. Love it some makes valves. me groove. Yeah, you're a groove yeah. king, and it makes me groove. Uh. The way I explain it, I'm I'm not endorsed. I don't have to say this about the product, but the what what it makes me. Everyone's trying to make me explain it, and I wish someone had tried, had explained it like this to me. Yeah. Remember when you were a kid? In your case, when you were six years old. Yeah and you sat down on a drum kit for the first time and you hit a bass drum for the first time yeah. and it was like earth shattering like it rumbled your whole body it was the loudest thing on earth oh, yeah. and then you kind of just get used to that yeah it's like that again ah. it's like the first time you sit on a drum kit again and it wow. rumbles the ground beneath you
1: damn you should be endorsed by these but, guys cuz that was a
0: that was an angle well, here's the thing. I messaged them because <laughs> I don't want to. It's heavy. I don't want to fly with it. I messaged them to see if I could mm. maybe get a artist deal for a second one there you go. in America. Smart man. And they fucking ghosted me. Heavy, heavy. How many I've times? What a been? nice ghosting
1: yeah, there. That's Savage. I'm sorry to hear that. Mate. They'll kick <sighs> themselves later. They will. I
0: mean they won't because I'm obvi- I'm still talking about the product like it's amazing Actually it is, no to say
1: this say like whoever whoever's listening and has been completely sold by Craig's pitch then maybe in you know if you are going to pick one up send them a quick email send them send them an email of who got you onto them yeah, and then maybe that will it was turn him around, Craig Rose from the Downbeat yes, podcast. that's and who. Nick it Peterson was. actually.
0: While we're at it, while we're at it, Nick Peterson oh, I, was there. I
1: said it sounded cool. I haven't used it. I haven't used it, but give me. I mean, I could definitely try one out if you want to. Kind of hook us up. Do
0: you know what? I've got like a a fear of pronouncing people's names wrong. Yeah, on the podcast. Mm-hmm. That in my head, then I was like, oh my god, I've said his name wrong, Peterson.
1: It is. It's Patterson like properly because that's two t's peterson rather than peterson but to be honest man my name never gets said right ever or spelled. so i did right. say it wrong you said it you said peterson yeah you said you said it slightly wrong but that's okay i fucked it you haven't i fucked said it
0: at the beginning of the podcast as well that's okay
1: that's okay because <sighs> anyone else would say that I, it's now i totally don't even it's not even a thing for me i don't expect anyone to say peterson
0: well, i fucked it. I'm going to edit it out of the intro. Okay, say it, say it right now again and then just put it back. Cut Nick Petson. There you go. Do you know what? I'm going to cut that and I'm going to put it into the intro. Do it. In fact, no, no, no. I can just add an intro on. And ah. i this right the whole time. <laughs> Technology. That's clever. You edit your drums. I think my microphone's turned up way too loud. I just saw yeah? that clip, so I hope this isn't dog shit. No. Um, I'm going to wrap this up. You're going to tell me your top 5 bands ever, My which I should have briefed you. Top 5 bands. Ever. Should have briefed
1: you on that. No, I've listened to your podcast. Really? I was aware. I've listened to have some... Yeah, I
0: have. I have. He's done it. He's I've... done it. He's it. Really you know done it. when I've Thanks, listened? Mate.
1: I've listened when I've been labouring. So I was doing hard yakka in someone's backyard. Hard
0: fucking yakka.
1: Yeah, mate, and you guys got me through. Who was I listening to? I don't know who I was listening to. You oh, I was you and Tom. You and Tom got me through those couple of hours. That was really nice of you guys. So thank you. Um, that's yeah 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 Anyway, that's what I do. Yeah, five top bands. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna throw Limp Bizkit up the top because they were probably the most inspirational key point in my life where I all of a sudden had a favourite band and drummer and wanted to learn heaps of songs. So I'm gonna throw them up there at number one um wow number one yeah i'm gonna throw them up there just because it's like it if i think of a band that inspired me like i think that was a point i mean i see you said top five bands but like i think it's kind of hard question because to me what is the top band is the band top band the one that you listen to the most or the one that you might not listen to right now but at a point in your life if you hadn't have listened to it you wouldn't be listening to the things that you're listening to right now
0: yeah, that counts. Uh, so so
1: that, that's why I hold that so highly. One. Second one, nah, Misery I'm Signals. I am an absolute s- Misery Signals sweater. Now, uh, Brandon Morgan, the drummer in Misery Signals, like the when I first heard of Malice and Magnum Heart, like, and all the other records are all amazing, but just the way he approached drums was like mind blowing to me. Like he was coming at it, like metal drums, he was coming at it from a completely different angle.
0: Oh, he nearly joined Stray. Did you know that? No way. Yeah, dude, me. I would. Fl- he was in the running. Oh wow. And they went with me, the fucking Oh wow.
1: God. Wow, that's How huge. How much is that? In my opinion, that's huge. Like God, he's so good, man. He's so so good. <laughs> he's so good, <laughs> that's, man. He's that's true. your
0: way of saying. In my opinion, they should have done that. I don't know. Well, he's, <laughs> in my opinion, dude, they should have fucking he's done the
1: that. Be- He's one. Of the, he's one of my favorite dramas ever. If so anyone said that something? I'm gonna go. Oh. If you, if he, yeah, if someone threw me, if he was to join Northlane, say if he somehow came out of the came out of the blocks and then Northlane guys like, yeah, sorry, Brandon, hit us up, said he's keen. I'd be like, totally cool. That's fine.
0: Yeah, but I'm not saying you're a bad. Is drama. he, kiss, is he kissing saying, Josh James for a funny video on the internet? I don't know you tell me that's how that's how i get these things right number three
1: number three number number four number five okay number three uh i'm gonna say carnival
0: yeah fucking amazing band
1: so good another one that like totally blew my mind strumming and instrumental wise like the way they write is like no one else if you haven't heard of that band weird that a lot of people haven't but if you haven't It's not weird
0: They've got the worst name on earth True, true
1: But they're so good They're so, so, so good So
0: I avoided listening to them For five years Of everyone telling me to listen to them Because I was like Carnival? Are you fucking joking? There's no way I'm listening (laughs) to that band Because I thought it was going to be like Fucking Mm, circus music I thought it was going to be like ICP Uh, Mm. And then, you know It ends up they're amazing yeah they're unbelievable no offense steve judd if you're listening to this <laughs> he came to a stray song he came to a stray show and i didn't know it was him oh. and we flew directly into perth yeah and we played and it might have been one of the worst times i've ever played and then he introduced himself afterwards and i was like oh, for fuck's hey. sake why have you watched that gig
1: oh, dude that's what we did a tour with them once we did like we we supported them in australia it was just us and them and this was back when we just released singularity so it was like you know it was metal it was, and they are not metal I mean they could probably slip into a metal show but anyway weird weird lineup. but I was flipping out because I would loved Carnival for so long I was like we yeah, are not worthy and as a when I was a kid I had a photo of Steve Judd like laminated onto one of my school books I had a school book with all my favourite drummers on it and at the last show he was
0: laminated yeah on. bro
1: he was on there I'd cut him out of I don't know where it was from you know he was amongst a couple other drummers um and yeah josh josh smith told him about it last show he's like yo nick nick used to have you on his school book or whatever and then i had to go talk to him i was like dude why would you do that no like <laughs> come on man that's so savage i've been playing it so cool um yeah so i went after him and i was like dude i heard you you know, i heard you heard about the school book and he's like dude i was about to bring a school book with photos of you stuck on it and I was like... That's fucking funny. I would have defining. flipped out. But yeah, Carnival.
0: Amazing. Um, What's your favourite Carnival album? got f- oh, gonna oh, we'll stay on that. Well, just respl-
1: okay. Um, well, the one that... Obviously, when I heard... The, the motto was the first one I heard, and I frothed on it. But I think the best yeah. one's Sound Awake. 100% yeah. Sound Awake
0: is... Yeah. I mean, I really like the one after oh, Sound oh, Awake. so, is so good, good as well. Like Asymmetry, yeah. So, so good. But... The song yeah. that has... The super chill bit with the ride bell that goes over the bar line. Do you know the bit I mean? I can't remember the name no, of the song. I can't remember the name
1: either. But there's so many out. cool sections like that where they just, yeah, they're sick musicians.
0: He's yeah. a phenomenal drummer. Yeah, he's a web, Absolute weapon. Love it. Absolute web. Yeah. He's a web. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Yeah. I think it's called, uh, I think it's the song, The Refusal, maybe? Okay. I don't know. Okay. On, on asymmetry? Yeah. Or maybe it's AM War. I don't know. It's like halfway yeah. through and it has this ride bell pattern that goes over... It's like groups of five or something, I think. Lovely. Beautiful. Um, and then... All right, number four, number five, and then I'm going to the gym to pump up these little boy shoulders <laughs> into little men shoulders. What are mine, then? If yours are little boy shoulders, I have, like, toddler
1: shoulders. Anyway. I'm just i've got body dysmorphia carry on <laughs> fourth one would be cloud kicker i could probably slip cloud kicker Ooh. higher as well uh, i think cloud... really yeah really into cloud kicker i think that's some 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 of the drums that guy's written i don't think he knows what's how that guy doing the... now i don't know who knows Probably living him in... i've heard that he doesn't want to tour and stuff so he just writes so he's kind <gasps> of yeah I think he's done it too. Come on, mate.
0: It's half the battle. Yeah, yeah. He, he definitely did a tour. Because yes, I they think did. That Bo- That supported... Boris guy that filled in for Periphery, Yeah, he did the drums, I think. Right, okay. Yeah, that, Yeah.
1: it's because they toured with Periphery in the States. Anyway, yeah, uh, there's multiple great albums by Cloud Geeker. So just so many good beats. He makes like odd time signatures feel straight. Like he'll throw... Right, I've
0: never listened to it. Oh, bro. Go listen
1: to a song called... There's actually two songs. It's on an album called Beacons. And it's like, I think the first one's called, uh, I admit it, I was scared. And the second one's called, we were all scared or something like that. But they, they're pretty much one song. One song goes into the, into the next, but the beats in 11, but it doesn't feel like that at all. It's so chill. It's so cool. we will check it out. Yeah. Okay. Number five. Number five. I'm going to throw in god i mean like so like michael jackson was a big big uh big guy for me when i was when i was younger my mum loved michael jackson so i kind of grew up on that um and there's so many yeah, so but yeah, yeah yeah controversial so i'm gonna say i was gonna say mj but i'm just gonna throw i don't really oh god it's, I, I actually kind of find it hard but i'm just gonna go off something that i listen to regularly and have, have done for years. And that's probably The Red Shore. It's probably that album, Arabist yeah. of Man, dude. Yeah. Like, I've listened to that a lot. And, like, probably too much. Like, it's the album when I'm feeling shit or angry. I'm just like, I need to listen to this because this album gets me.
0: I'm going to listen to it at the gym. Do it, man. It, it, it yeah, slams. Man, I'm listening to it, it slams in so
1: long. So, The Awakening and... Um, Oh, there's another one. They slam. It's like blast beats, but headbanger ball. It's weird.
0: Do you know who I love from fucking Tasmania? You know who I'm gonna say? Twelve Foot Ninja. No. Um,
1: Psychroptic. Oh, Psychopathic. Yes. To be honest, man, I'm not a big death metaler.
0: Yeah, but the Red Shore is—they took I know. so much from Psychopathic. So
1: I know, but they were—they were kind of like at the beginning of the deathcore era, and I liked the deathcore stuff more than I liked the breakdowns and shit over constant blast beats, And I kind of gravitated—it was—it was a middle ground that really worked for me. So, like, oh. yeah, some of the death metal stuff is a little bit too much for me.
0: Do you ever do? I mean, there's many. There's. I do regional listening to music when I'm on tour. Okay. So when I'm in Australia, I listen to a lot of North Lane. Yeah. I listen to a lot of, uh, psychoptic, mm-hmm. a lot of carnival. Nice. And then when I'm in like, if I'm, if we're driving through like a certain state yeah. in America, I'll listen to a band that I know that's from that state oh, and look out the window idea. and imagine their shit. <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's another level of this where you can, uh, Regionally, wank to the porn from the place that you're f- you're visiting, which is another level oh. of that. Which I can't, you know. That's I'm not saying I've done that. That's interesting. I'm just yeah, saying okay. that's a very a variation yep. on the theme.
1: Okay.
0: It's like a. It's just a regional vibe. Yeah. The old.
1: Yeah. I get it. I get it.
0: But give it a go. Not the wanking one. Okay. Not saying that I've I'll done the that wanking out. one either. But. But like the regional so music. Okay. Cool. If I'm in Japan i'll listen to a lot of mono mm-hmm. um you know it just it makes you think like oh i'm gonna be here i wonder what bands from here yeah oh that band's from here i'm gonna listen to it and then if you're looking out the window and you're bored on tour you could be like imagining what they thought of like always listen to that like if we drive through fucking des moines or something yeah and then i'll put on the first slipknot album Ugh. and i'll be like looking out the window and just be like yeah that's why they fucking <laughs> made this <laughs>
1: that's a cool idea I
0: like that. Anyway, let's leave it on my cool idea because I yeah. need to get these little toothpicks bigger. Go get them, you No? Know? Go get them. And I'm gonna listen to the Red Shore. Yes. Uh, this has been sick. Yeah, I'm
1: glad we finally got so to do gonna, this.
0: We're gonna. Me too, mate. Thanks for coming on. We're gonna do a fake goodbye, which is when we actually just best press the space bar. Yeah. And then we'll sort of debrief.
1: Okay. Sounds good. Cool. Right. Bye. Bye.